the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 21, Negative Reinforcement. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... Sure, because every voice matters. This is the AV Profession, the AV Nation podcast, looking at how you run your AV business. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. Uh, We've talked about culture and we've talked about uh, KPIs. We've talked about all sorts of of other things. And today we're going to talk a little bit about parenting. <laughs> Follow me along here for a second. Uh, first of all, with me to talk is, is Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. Welcome, sir. Thank you. So I, I have a 10 and 12 year old and there are so many child psychologists and their principals and administrators at school that, that preach positive reinforcement and making sure that you're always positive with your kids. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And there are also some business leaders who have said, always be positive with your employees. And from my experience, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. So Brad, when, when it comes to this, this negative versus positive reinforcement debate, you know, where is it in, in the business sense and in, in creating not just a culture of, of honesty, but also a culture of responsibility, uh, personal responsibility and professional responsibility. How do we, how do we make sure that, you know, things get done? We're not rude to people, but, but people take responsibility for what they, for their actions and for what they're responsible for. Uh, absolutely. So I'll agree with you. There's this kind of, uh, flavor that again, everything has to be positively uh, motivated, but what if people aren't doing what they're supposed to do? Do I, am I supposed to thank them or give them a trophy? Um, and, and, you know, you talk about parenting and, you know, I've consulted for 30 years and worked with thousands of people and I've come to the conclusions, including myself, that adults are just larger kids. Mm. Um, and we've had more practice getting around what we don't want to do uh, and learn how to smile better and sometimes lie better. <laughs> but what I, what I find a lot now is we're also in this culture where we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, And that's often because we're not laying out the standard that they're supposed to work to and training them against the standard because the standard is kind of binary. You either followed it or you didn't follow it. And you either followed it because you, you, you have the competence or the capability or you don't. Well, that's, that's one conversation and, and we can have another session on that. You also have the do you care to do it or not care to do it? And I see a lot of what's, what I see is negative reinforcement. I'm reinforcing the negative behavior. And there's a couple ways that people do that. So Jim doesn't do what he's supposed to do, but he's been trained to do site surveys and he knows the importance of site surveys and he's capable of doing site surveys. He just doesn't like to do them. And so the first way to uh, negatively reinforce that is I don't tell him to do them anymore because he doesn't like to do them. So I'm just not going to ask him anymore or bother him because I know he's just not going to do them. There, there, that, that way I won't say anything. So saying nothing when people aren't doing the correct thing is basically reinforcing continue to do the incorrect thing. 
Oh, okay, but uh, hang on for a second. Yep. But the site survey still needs to get done. Yep. So, so or Jim, it, so it should it should it get should done. get done. But let let's say that it's got to get done. Let's let's yep. at least give me that. Yep. And Jim doesn't do it, so Brad has to. Yes. What does that do to Brad? It irritates me. Would be the <laughs> polite word to say it, because I have a real job to do, and I know that it's Jim's job to do the site survey. But now I'm being pulled from what I was supposed to be doing to now go do quote his work. And usually you just don't pick on me because I'm the next person in line. You usually say, Brad's a pretty good person. He usually does what he says. I'm going to pick on him, use him, because I know he'll do what he's supposed to do. Well, that's right. That's why I'm doing a hundred other things I'm supposed to be doing. So now you've, you're punishing me to go do Jim's site survey. And Jim's going, this is awesome. Brad's doing it. Yeah. What else can I not do and have someone else do for me? And these become the special people in, in the company that break all the processes. Or, I mean, a, a, another key, just site survey is an example. You know, it's a two, three page form. Why? Because there's a lot of information we should cover. I'm working with a company and they have site survey down to one form, well, one, a half of a page. What, why do you use it down there? They didn't want to fill out the rest, so we just made it really short. I'm like, okay, how's that working? Well, they don't even fill that out now. That's that, to me, that whole I'm reinforcing negative behavior. And it's under the guise of, I don't know what it's under the guise of. Either it's under the guise of, I don't want to cause conflict. Um, and oftentimes it's about me. So, Tim, I don't want to tell you that you're not performing because I feel uncomfortable doing that. Well, that's called management. And there's four styles of, of motivation, positive reinforcement, which we talked about early. I want to say thank you way more, but thank you for doing something well. I also want to say don't do that anymore and clean it up. So getting rid of the negative reinforcement. Again, negative reinforcement is getting out of something you don't want to do anyway. And then, which I don't want to use very often, there's penalties and there's punishment. And we're not talking corporal punishment here. No. but Punishment is, you know, you don't get to do something you don't want to do. And, and it's really more of a penalty. Punishment is you, you have to do something you don't want to. But well, we've got to set up all four of those mechanisms. Okay, so but I want to go down the road a little bit, a little yeah. side road here on, on punishment. If you, and go back to the example here of site surveys and you, Brad, being the one doing Jim's work. Yep. You're being punished. Absolutely. How do you, I mean, how do you get around that? I mean, I understand that you still have to deal with Jim and not doing it. Well, then the I job still has to get done, but you don't want to punish Brad. But you did. But you did. Yep. And then not only is, so now let's just follow. Jim doesn't do his stuff. Brad does it. Joe doesn't do his stuff. Brad will do it. <laughs> Sam doesn't do his stuff. Brad will do it. And ultimately Brad goes, I'm out of here. Yeah. And so the challenge for companies is that Jim and Joe and Sam are still working at the company doing really poor work, but they're doing it really, really well. And I just lost one of my key people because I made him do four or five other people's jobs. And the, the other thing is we oftentimes just forget to thank Brad. So I find a whole lot of conversation that we're not even doing positive reinforcement either because that would make the people who aren't doing their job, 
feel uncomfortable if we actually thanked Brad for doing something. Because then they go, well, why didn't I get thanked? Because you didn't do it. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> so, I, you know, we can have a whole conversation on like fair and equal. Yeah. You know, fair's fair. So in other words, we're following the same standards. That's what we're after. And, but it's what's the standard? And do I, do I or you as the manager, have the, the umph to hold people to the motivation structure? And I, I'll also say this. We often motivate in our own image. And what we need to do is motivate in their image. And I think we've got, you know, a couple minutes. I've got two sons too. And my... My oldest loves to talk and loves to sit and doing that even when he's a teenager. And I would say, you know, if, and you truly are misbehaving, you're going to have to leave the room and just not talk. And he had a heart. He's like, I can't do that. I have to sit with people and talk. And I'm like, I know that's why you have to leave. And he'd be talking the whole way out of the room. I'm like, your five minutes isn't starting yet. And my youngest, he, I would say, you know, if you're going to, if you're just misbehaving, you got to go sit by yourself for like five minutes and he goes well are you going to bother me while I sit by myself and I'm like no he goes cool make it a half an hour <laughs> so I'm like going oh so we really have to we have to have all four in our our toolkit and again I'm not espousing any of them as better than any of the others but all four have to be available and we as managers really have to look at are they used appropriately and then are they used yeah. And I think that as you started the session with, we've defaulted to positive and then we don't even use that well. As, as we kind of wrap up here, I want to get to one final thing is, is, you know, folks will say, you know, back to the example of Jim is, is you know, well, Brad got praised and that's not fair. And how do we get away from the emotion of, of discipline and, and the emotion of trying to correct behavior that we wish wouldn't happen? I think just acknowledge it. We, we, human beings are emotional. Yeah. Emotions are real. Feelings are real. You just have to acknowledge you may not like this. You may feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable giving it to you. So, but I'm still going to acknowledge that I feel uncomfortable, but it's important to me as your manager, it's important to the company culture that I give you this, this feedback, this motivation whether whatever of the four I do and I care enough about you that I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's key because we often try and, and sterilize or take away all feeling in which case I feel that we sterilize companies too much. You know, we should be proud to come to work. We should be proud of our work. Big difference between pride and arrogance, but why would I not want a company that's proud of the quality work that they do? And one that the peers hold one another to standards versus waiting for the upper management to, to say good or bad. It's like when we have standards, everybody ought to be holding one another responsible. Yeah, that, that's a good place to stop there. Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank how, you. Do people, how do people find you if, in, uh, and Navigate if, if they need to? Brad.Malone at NavigateMC, MikeCharlie.com. Uh, Right, very good. Brad Malone from Navigate. My name is Tim Albright. For more information about us, more information about Aviation, you can find us at aviation.tv, aviation.tv. You'll find uh, this program and a wide variety of, of others, including our two weekly uh, news programs. One takes a look at commercial AV and one takes a look at residential. Um, those post on Mondays and Wednesdays. All that and more at aviation.tv, aviation.tv. Aviation.tv.